You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Monty Kahn, your host of another week of Domain Masters. I apologize again for being away last week. Uh, As you might have seen, um, I had a beautiful baby boy on uh, the 7th. He weighed in at 9 pounds, 3 ounces, and uh, that was a good excuse to be away. So uh, we had to run a rerun. But uh, Jackson Reed Khan is doing great, and uh, I still appreciate the uh, the miracle of birth. I'll tell you, after the third child, uh, my wife unfortunately had to go in for an emergency C-section after being in labor for about 18 hours, but uh, everything turned out to be okay, and we're home, and all is well. So in any case, I'm back in the saddle and uh, have a lot of uh, exciting shows coming up. Uh, and uh, starting off with tonight, um, I'm going to have Rob Montgomery, uh, one of the founders of Traffic Club. Everybody's been asking us about our TrafficClub.com solution, which is a PPC monetization solution for domain names. And um, I'm going to have Rob Montgomery on, who uh, basically developed uh, the system for himself some years ago, uh, some time ago, and uh, we've turned it into a marketable system to the public and now have all of our customers uh, having their domain names monetized on on this system, and it's working out great. So we're going to have Rob Montgomery on, talk a little bit about Traffic Club and uh, the art of monetizing domain names and, uh, and what's going on in the PPC market these days and what the future brings. 
And uh, we'll go over some of the industry news after that and some of the domain sales that have gone on over the last couple of weeks as well. So I'm going to break for a commercial, pay some bills. We'll be right back on with Rob Montgomery. Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby. TextLinkAds.com. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's BOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hello, this is Monty. I'm back. And uh, my first guest tonight, or actually my only guest tonight, is going to be Rob Montgomery, uh, the basically the developer and founder of uh, our Traffic Club solution that we offer through Moniker.com and Domain Systems. And uh, we've uh, been in development of uh, Traffic Club for quite some time. However, Rob Montgomery actually uh, built this system for himself and a few other customers a while ago, and then we've been enhancing it ever since and um, has had uh, finally got to launch the system uh, in real time a couple months ago. Rob, are you on board? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing, Monty? Pretty good. How are you? Um, not too bad. How are things up in Canada these days? Uh, not too bad weather. The summer is over already. It's uh, sad to say, but I think it's over. Yeah, you get about two weeks of summer up there, don't you? It, it feels like it. It's a nice two weeks, but it goes quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, Rob, you've been in the you've been in the domain business uh, for quite some time, but give us a little bit of background about how. Just give us a little bit of history about yourself and how you uh, basically got into technology and then ultimately in the domain name business. Sure. Um, well, my first real career was as an aerospace engineer, so I've always been into high-tech kind of stuff. Um, but by the end of the 90s, I was getting bored with it and was looking for new opportunities. And with the Internet, it seemed there was an infinite number of opportunities there. So uh, I started off in web development as a consultant. And one of my first clients turned out to be a domainer who mostly focused on the domain resale market. Um, and I was often working on projects for him to help with his management of his inventory and then also research uh, for new domains and acquisitions. Things now, like now, who was that? Uh, that was company Telepathy. Right. Telepathy, Inc. So, um, and, and I believe he's also a customer of yours. Yes, he is a, a big moniker customer. That's true. So then um, as I was you know, helping him with his stuff, I realized that there was quite a bit of traffic on his unused domains. 
and he was really into it more from the resale side of things. And I really began to recognize that there was a huge opportunity there with, uh, you know, bringing monetization to his domains. He was doing some monetization, but I really felt like there was more that we could do with it. So I convinced him to let me manage his traffic on his unused domains. And uh, ever since then, I've been obsessed with finding the best ways to monetize traffic. And Traffic Club is a direct result of that. Um, I started managing his domains and my own domains and uh, a few other people's domains and grew into Traffic Club. Right. Now, there, there's a lot of PPC services out there. There's, of course, uh, you know, companies like Overture and Google, and there's, uh, uh, there's uh, the canoodles of the world, and then there's um, domain sponsors and hit farms and all that stuff. What, what are the primary differences between a lot of those companies and um, how Traffic Club fits into that mix? Well, to start off, you've got, you know, most PPC companies are uh, can be divided into one of two camps, either the Google camp or the Yahoo camp, and there are other other uh, advertiser feeds out there, and some of those PPC providers use multiple ones, but mostly they either stick to Google or Overture-based feeds, and. Google themselves offer their own parking service, and then Overture also does their own parking service. Um, so I think it's kind of interesting that both Google and Overture use partners, but then they also have their own service, which competes directly with their existing partners. Um, to me, that just indicates that their partners actually add value to their feed, which I think is a very important point to, to recognize. Just having a Google feed or just having an Overture feed does not mean you've got it made because there's a lot of optimization and technology that goes into running these parking services and it's that extra value added services that these companies add on to the basic feed which makes them successful a lot of times Google's partners and Overture's partners can do better with the exact same feed than Google or Overture can do themselves. Now, what are some of the techniques that they do do that, that makes them different? I mean, they, that, that is a good point because um, Overture and Google don't go out and, and solicit individual customers for their domain name business. So one of the things that are, you know, one of the obvious advantages of working with a third party is that you're working with a player that already has a customer base. You know, like, for instance, a moniker, you know, has uh, thousands of customers, you know, a million domain names under management. So naturally, it would be a good idea to partner up with them. But a lot of these companies actually have a unique spin on the actual feeds they get. What are some of the what are some of the techniques that they use to help actually increase monetization on a feed that they get from the primary player? Well, they definitely use um, you know the obvious techniques of you know trying to split out the keywords that are in the domain, which only works in certain cases, um, in obvious cases, nice generic domains, it works well. Uh, but then a lot of times domains, you know, the keywords aren't exactly in the domain name or they, they're not easily parsed out. So they use a, um, basically they track what users actually search for and then begin to um, show more and more results of what people are actually looking for. So, so more, of a behavioral, of, more of a behavioral analysis, like they're tracking the history of what exactly. people are trying to find when they type in a certain name. Right. Now, you know, there's even issues with that. Sometimes that, uh, that, that type of technology is almost too good because you can take a very generic domain name that is, uh, you know, has no trademark issues that you would ever imagine, but then it, these technologies actually hone in on um, specific products that might be related to a generic word, and it brings up trademark issues. So it's, it's a little bit of a battle of trying to optimize really well, but then you have to also watch out for the odd cases where you have a, a really nice generic name, 
and there might be 50, you know, 50 different products out there that use that phrase somewhere in their branding or something. Um, but one of them will come back and, you know, try to claim some trademark suit on you, even though, you know, you didn't intend to infringe. But these technologies optimize onto it ends up showing similar related products um, to to what someone owns a trademark on and can come after you. So, right. uh, so, so sometimes it's, um, the optimization technologies are, are too good. <laughs> right, they're too good because it actually it can actually uh, bring up some stuff that can get, uh, can raise, uh, res, raise red flags with some of the trademark owners. Right, exactly. But for the most, so, part, for the most part, it actually helps, um, it, you know, for the most part, it would actually help increase uh, optimization and monetization, though. Oh, most definitely. It definitely, you know, that's those are the techniques that really make the difference between uh, just using, you know, the basic feed that Google or Overture gives you or, um, you know, adding in these extra optimizations that increase your revenues. Right. Now, now so you have the Overture and you have Google, and then you have companies like um, Hit Farm and Domain Sponsor that are sub-feeds of those particular, um, um, those particular feeds. But then you have a, a, a lot of second-tier traffic players like the value clicks of the world, GenieNet, um, um, you know some of those players. Now, what what are the advantages and disadvantages of working with feeds like that? Well, the advantages are that they a lot of times those customers or those um, PPC providers will claim that they have uh, higher uh, bid values on specific verticals. Um, however, sometimes I guess so. So there's an advantage, but then a disadvantage is a lot of times they don't have the comprehensive coverage of keywords that someone like uh, Overture or Google has. So, you know, they definitely work well in certain situations, but not all situations. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a very competitive space out there, and, you know, they're trying anything to uh, raise, their, raise their bid prices and, um, you know, Competition is just a good thing for the industry in general. Right, right, especially since a lot of the brick-and-mortar advertising dollars are now moving into the online space because it's a lot more cost-effective uh, for companies to see, you know, to be viewed by a lot more eyeballs on, on computers um, than it would be on television um, or, you know, in newspapers. One, one particular reason, I guess, is, um, you know, perhaps you can, um, you know, expand on this, but one particular reason would be even the tracking of finding out where people are coming from, what they're clicking on, what they, how they convert, you know, you know, the web makes that possible. Where TV and and, and radio and um, traditional media, uh, which is you know newspapers and magazines, uh, doesn't you never get that indication. Right, exactly. That's probably the single most uh, useful tool with the internet is is the ability to track your campaigns and know exactly every penny you spend. Like normally, um, you know. If you don't know what the results are going to be, you're not going to throw, you know, $50,000 into a campaign not knowing what kind of results you get. But with online advertising, you can kind of slowly work your way into it, and you can leverage small margins where you still make a profit um, only because you have the detail level of tracking that's available through the Internet. Right, and you can you can do your A/B testing and manage your campaigns better because you have more information. Uh, you may find that uh, you know someone in a different country is buying more of your product, or or multiple people in a different country are buying more of your product. So you then then could tailor your campaigns towards that geographical region just by looking at IP addresses. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how you know the bigger companies, especially Google and Overture, uh, continue to increase the capabilities to allow advertisers to track their results. Um, I 
you know, I think that's just a great thing, and that's going to allow, it's going to give the advertisers more confidence to keep advertising and advertise more on other products and services. So it's just a great thing for the industry. Right. Now, the other the other challenge, I guess, uh, that I hear a lot of buzz about, and so do our customers, is the the um, the issue of the foreign traffic. And there's all kinds of foreign traffic, obviously, because the web is global. And so you have good U.S.-based traffic that, you know, if you're a U.S. company and you're targeting U.S. customers, and that's good. But now there's this new you know, this new insurgent of, of or, uh, you know, uh, Chinese traffic and how it converts and the fact that uh, a lot of the companies are not favorable towards some of the tra- traffic that's coming towards China and some of the other countries. Can you expand on that a little bit and what the reasons are behind that and where you see um, the industry going in terms of meeting or serving those particular uh, markets? Well, I think I, I like what Google is doing with it, where when you log into your AdWords account and you place a campaign, you can choose specifically what country, even down to what state or geographic region that you want your your campaigns to be targeted to. And through careful use of campaigns targeting the regions only you want to use, you can pretty much avoid all of that bad traffic that you're hoping to you know not get. Um, I really like what they're doing, and I think that's the best way to handle it. Where you give, you give the control to the advertiser for, you know, the, the advertiser is the one that needs to make that decision because some advertisers may want the Chinese traffic depending on their product or service. Some may not. You know, some may want, you know, European traffic or Australian traffic or whatever. But Google's giving the power to the advertiser to make that decision. Right. And right. that's the important. The important part is that it's the advertiser that has that capability. Right. And then the other um, the other part of uh, of the picture is is I guess if you were an individual and you didn't have you know if you didn't have something like and we didn't even talk about the benefits of how Traffic Club fits into this whole big picture of multiple feeds, multiple geographic regions, multiple segments of industry versus you know basically adult traffic versus uh, regular mainstream traffic and how you manage all that. But it's, you know you're an individual with a thousand domain names or a hundred domain names. You know trying to manage your domain names across all these multiple feeds to try to you know most people just take their domain names and they throw them at one player or one partner. And you really give up a lot by doing that, don't you? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, there's a lot of variation between each PPC company um, on a on a domain by domain basis, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And those, you know, basically they have different advertisers, they have different optimization techniques, they have different landing page designs. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into how a given domain will perform on a on a given system, and the only way to really know is just to simply test it and find out. However, as you say, when you've got hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of domains, that problem of managing all that traffic and those domains across multiple partners is is a very difficult task. And that's exactly what Traffic Club was built for, was to manage domains across multiple parking systems. And, you know, basically test both systems side by side and see which one performs best on a domain by domain basis. Right. And and this is um this is a beautiful thing because as we talked about some of the little or you know some of the smaller feeds, some of the you know the folks like Canoodle and and Genie Nose and and the value clicks of the world who have probably stronger advertising relation, relationships with certain market segments. Mm-hmm. No one with a large inventory would pick them to put their domain names at um probably because um because you know, the majority of their traffic would then be optimized better elsewhere, like at a Google or an Overture. But there are certain segments, you know, it might be automobiles or, or in the case of, uh, you know, adult 
um, traffic. It may be going to a you know a search box or one of our uh, particular relationships that we have in Traffic Club as well. And no one would ever know that unless they have a system like Traffic Club that actually manages all that. Right. So, so this is where some of the some of the beautiful part comes in because not only does it manage the the PPC feed optimization and monetization, it also manages it across um, a, a live environment. In other words. If if a if an advertiser comes in and then pops down extra money in a campaign with a, with a partner, um, if you're stuck all in one solution like at a Google, but GM decides to throw you know an extra forty million dollars on a campaign on Overture, you would have you never have the ability to see that arbitrage opportunity. Definitely, and, and, and Traffic Club will pick up on that campaign as it uh, as it goes you know goes live. Uh, as long as we're able to split test between you know different partners. Um, you know, we'll detect which partner is performing best on a on a given domain. Right. And then so, talk, talk a little bit about how that technology works. So, what happens when somebody goes into the traffic club and they load up, you know, 100 domain names and and they go through the initial testing phase? I mean, right now, um, uh, well, for, first of all, who are the current partners in the system? Current partners are Google, Domain Sponsor, and Searchbox, and we have, uh, and we're always testing and. You know, looking for other partners, but those are the current partners we have. Right, and and I know we'll be adding some other partners soon. So um, now, domain sponsor is is the example of a, of a Google feed, but that's uh, kind of like a Google feed on steroids, which has some behavioral um, analysis behind it. And so, in, in like we talked about before, sometimes the domain sponsor feed actually monetizes better than the direct Google feed. Definitely. Even Google will admit to that, uh, um, partially because they don't like dealing with every little small customer. Um, they will deal with the bigger customers, but uh, but that's also uh, a testament to the fact that domain sponsors' technology has worked better than Google. So they just assume you you know send send your traffic over through domain sponsor. Right. Right. Okay. So to walk us through how somebody sets up an account and then what the system does automatically and then how how we manage a campaign in the in the traffic club system. Well, within Traffic Club, you, you just add a list of your domains, and then you change the name servers to our name servers. And then once uh, the name servers, name servers are changed, then the traffic starts flowing through our system, and we start split-testing the traffic between Google and, and Domain Sponsor and any other partners we may be having at that time. And basically, as results come in, uh, with Google, they're typically about a 24-hour delay, um, but each day as results come in, we compile the results, we put the data in its own column, and you can see side by side how much you know how much you made uh, per visitor on domain sponsor versus how much you made through Google versus how much you made through Searchbox, and and then you can you can clearly see where where the uh, the money is you know coming from, and you can route the traffic to that service yourself, or you can let the system automatically optimize the traffic for you. Now, when you set it to auto-optimize, what does the system do to continuously test that traffic across your inventory? I mean, does it take a does it take a certain percentage of your inventory and then continuously test across the other partners so that when it sees that opportunity, it moves all your names for a particular segment over or based off of keywords? How does that work? Well, basically, we, we first there's a limit to how much traffic we consider to be you know a valid test, and once you once we accumulate enough traffic to say we we had a valid test that we gave that partner a fair a fair shot at earning the traffic then we start to shift the traffic over to whichever system you know was performing best and it's really just on a revenue per visitor basis we have we track our own visitors that we send through and we 
also compare the, our visitor counts with their visitor counts. Um, a lot of times we can detect if they're ignoring certain traffic because uh, our numbers you know, differ from theirs. Um, that's not usually a case, uh, an issue, but occasionally it has been. And uh, so anyways, yeah, the system basically just, you know, compiles the results and then shifts the traffic. And now, is it, is it based off of keywords, or like if, if it's like let's say it's uh, we see an um, an arbitrage opportunity in the auto industry, and then like my example before, where you know GM plops down a bunch of money on uh, on Google uh, for an advertising campaign on SUVs, would it take a whole industry of auto or any kind of keywords in the auto field and then move those over after it validates it? Uh, not necessarily. It really just depends. You know, part of that, the optimization technology is left up to the partner themselves. That's actually the strength of the various partners is, is their own optimization. So, like, if Domain Sponsor was the beneficiary of this, you know, large campaign, let's say, for example, um, then their system should detect that certain keywords were, uh, you know, were performing better, and then they would promote those keywords within their system to, you know, to the top of, to being the primary keyword for that domain. Um, and then we would pick up on their changes and then maybe shift more traffic away from Google, for example, to domain sponsor or vice versa, whatever the, whatever the case may be for that particular domain. Right. Right. Now, in terms of industry segments, uh, we have a we have an excellent feed from uh, one of our partners called Searchbox, and it uh, it actually monetizes um, you know adult traffic be- uh, and sometimes a lot better than the the Google and the uh, and the and the domain sponsor. And and why why was why would that be? Well, they also have um, their own their own customer base for advertisers, and they are able to demand based on the quality of their traffic. They're able to demand higher bid prices than what you would get through Google or Overture. And it's that it's that high quality of traffic that is being sent through their system which uh, allows it to monetize better. And they also have images in their advertisements. So, you know, next to each ad you'll see a little image that's uploaded by the advertiser that matches whatever their campaign or their product or services. So that so you kind of get a little visual attraction which adds a little bit extra in- interest and uh, and and most likely attracts maybe a click. Right, exactly. Oh, that's great. Now, what about the concept of throwing pop-ups and pop-unders and all that stuff onto a, you know, once somebody comes onto the landing page? Um, you know, how does that work? How does that benefit the customer? And how does that benefit the, uh, um, the partner? Well, a company like Domain Sponsor, they have their own contracts with uh, companies, probably even their own companies that run uh, the pop-unders, and they buy them at a fixed rate. You know, they're not like PPC where you, uh, you know, pay a specific amount per click. You're you're paying just on a per rate of impressions, and it does incrementally help your revenues. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, depending on the volume, some if you have a, a high-traffic domain but it's like a low-value keyword, it can sometimes increase your, your revenues significantly by running those pop-ups and pop-unders. Occasionally, if you have like a really high-quality domain with high paying keywords, you know, the, the amount of revenue generated by the pop-up is insignificant, and, you know, in some cases, people like to just turn them off because the revenue increases insignificant anyways and more of just a nuisance, and they would rather encourage the user to come back rather than... Then you know, be annoyed by the camp- exactly. by the by the pop. Exactly. So, right. So, so that would that would be that would be like hoping for a repeat visitor versus trying to get as much out of the main visit as possible. Right. Definitely. Now, um, what about um, what about um, the system and how it performs? You know, you know, 
because Traffic Club, I guess, is optimizing all these different feeds all together, it stands a chance to win a lot more um, traffic than having any one feed altogether. I mean, I think, I think we've already determined that. But what if somebody wants to, um, you know, uh, list their names for sale on Traffic Club and still take advantage of the monetization effect? Yeah, that's a new feature we're just adding, and it is it will be live actually later today. And basically, a user can log in, and there'll be a there's a um, there's a little toggle box on their domain um, where they edit their domain, their the control for the, for the particular domain. They can choose whether to turn it on for for sale or not. And if they choose to turn it on, then there's a link at the top page saying that the domain is for sale. Click here, and you can go, you know, bid on that particular domain, and and then the user will you know, receive a message saying, you know, that there was a bid, and they can then go from there. Right, right, right. And that's going through domain systems. Yes, that's uh, that's something we're covering for the system as well. So that people, when people uh, land on that domain name and they land on that page and they have interest in that domain name, they can place an offer, and that's another way to help monetize the domain names. Besides just getting the pop up uh, or the, the, the PPC revenue, um, we end up selling thousands of domain names every year for uh, domain names that uh, that are on our landing pages. And an interesting tie into that is that the value of your domain name is often much more than you might have considered based on the fact that there is PPC income. Right. Um, you know that that PPC income should be considered in your valuation before you sell any domain. So I, you know, I wouldn't recommend selling any domain unless you know specifically what the value of the traffic that's on that domain is worth, because it may be worth significantly more than you think it is if right. you're not currently monetizing your domains. Right. And have just having them up on on a PPC solution can increase the value of the domain name automatically because it, uh, a domain name making uh, making some money is much better than a domain ma- making no money at all. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So, give us an idea of what your um, what your thoughts are about what where this industry is going now. Um, obviously, there's been a couple big portfolio purchases of domain name inventories. The market's really heating up. Uh, we all know that uh, you know with with the cost of peripherals going down and and everybody going to mobile devices and um, people being on the web more. And uh, I think I think the latest stat is that there's two million people getting on the web every week or something. Um, you know what is happening to the PPC market. How, you know where do you see the future of the business, and where do you see the future of uh, Traffic Club as a result? Well, I think first of all that you know it's obvious that there's always going to be more and more visitors on the internet every year, and uh, uh, so there's tremendous growth potential not only just in you know the U.S. but there's a lot of other countries out there where they're just in their infancy stage of the internet and they have a huge amount of potential. And India is one country that comes to mind where they, you know, the people who are in the technology sector there, they're very savvy and they're on the Internet and they speak English and they are, you know, they've really tapped into such a small portion of the potential market that's there. So I I personally find it quite interesting to see what's going to happen um, in some of these foreign markets over the next few years as they explode in in Internet growth, where, you know, a country like, you know, the U.S. or Canada – you know, there, there's still growth potential, but, you know, not nearly the type of potential that's there for these other countries that uh, are just really getting into the Internet now. Right. Now, that brings up another good topic, and that is the the, the, variation, the variations of, uh, you know, revenue possibilities for some of the country code domain names that are already existing and some of the newer extensions that are coming live. What's your, um, what's your thoughts about that? Now, you live in Canada. You, you have a bunch of uh, .ca domain names, and I think you have a lot of .co.uk domain names as well. 
Um, give us an idea of uh, about the monetization strategy for um, foreign country code extensions, and then what your opinion is of some of the newer extensions being um, approved, like the the dot. EU extension, for instance, and how big that's going to be and what kind of impact that might play on the uh, PPC market? Well, I definitely think as um, advertisers, you know, uh, definitely the U.S. is, uh, you know, leading the way in in the PPC, but as these other countries... um, you know, kick in, there's going to be huge potential there. And really, you need two things. You need the visitors, but you also need the advertisers who want to see those visitors. So, like in a country like India, um, you know, you, you might have a lot of visitors there now, but there's not enough local advertisers bidding on it. So, it's really a, a more of a buy into it and then sit and wait and watch it grow as, as more advertisers start to, you know, advertise within the country. Um, sending you know, Indian visitors to Overture Google's um, feed that's a U.S.-based feed is not doing much good for the advertisers because they probably don't want to see an Indian advertise, I mean, Indian user anyways because he's not going to buy their car right, or whatever right. that product or services that they're selling. Um, in, a lot of, in some cases, that's, you know, they don't care for, like, online services if you're selling spyware removal software or something. Or, then or, 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 or porn. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in, in those cases, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter where they come from. Um, you know, they welcome all customers. And so those customers are able to, like within Google's AdWords, you can bid on those particular countries um, separately from, from the U.S. This way you can have, you can actually pay a lower rate for traffic in India if it's justified than, than what you do in, in the U.S., in your U.S. advertising campaign. So I really like, you know, that whole system that, Google's put together, and that's going to allow advertisers, um, you know, let's say there's an advertiser coming in in India, and he wants to bid. You know, if he's in the insurance business in India, and he's having to compete against bids in the U.S. for insurance, he's not going to be able to afford to compete because the the bid prices are so high in the U.S. Now, because the, the bids, he's only competing against other bids for Indian traffic within India, then he can afford to do that, and as that you know, as these businesses develop in, in these different countries and more advertisers start advertising within their countries, that's when you're going to start to see better monetization on these, on these foreign domains. Right now, now I guess a lot of uh, a lot of foreign domain names are starting to receive. Well, a lot of uh, a lot of the country code uh, extensions have received good volume and good traffic already. Like .de, for instance, is the now the second most registered domain extension in the entire world. I think there's over seven million domain names that have been registered in the .de extension, which is Germany. .co.uk, of course, which has been around for a while, uh, monetizes pretty good as well. And uh, and 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 then of course uh, .ca. Now people typically type in. Would you say that people t- typically type in naturally a, a, a domain name with the .ca extension if you're in Canada before you type in a .com? Um, I would say there's a very high percentage of people who, who go straight to the .ca first. They're, in Canada specifically, you know, being so geographically close to the U.S., um, a lot of times there's services that you want to you know you want to get or purchase products that they won't ship up to the US or they just don't service the Canadian market for whatever reason that is and so Canadian users have learned just from trial and error that it's more efficient just to go straight to a company that's most likely a Canadian company using the .ca extension right and they they get better results that way um, you know, a lot of times there's a, a U.S. company who maybe would provide services to Canada. Um, if, they are, if they do, they should definitely get the .ca equivalent of their domain name because that's where a lot of Canadian users are going. 
Right. And then in the case of Europe, um, what, what do you think about the .eu extension, how that's going to play a role? I mean, um, uh, we're, Moniker is, uh, is uh, now an authorized registrar for .eu, and so we're going to be registering those when the uh, sunrise, or sunrise period starts. Um, do you see a big potential in that European Union-type extension that brings all the European countries together? Do you think there's going to be a big play in that market? Oh, most definitely. Um, there's going to be huge, huge volumes of domains sold when, when the land rush begins. And even before that, in the sunrise periods, I mean, you know, people have slowly been getting more Internet savvy. Companies have been getting more Internet savvy every year, every month even. And they, they're recognizing the EU as a huge opportunity to maybe get in on domain name, you know, quality domain names that they missed out originally. It's going to be a fierce battle. When that opens up, it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be pretty exciting to see. Um, there's going to be a lot of traffic, I mean, a lot of domains sold um, right off the bat. Now, traffic will take a little while to develop. Just yeah, that's what I was just going to say, because um, you got, in order for it to play out on a PPC landing page based off of type-in traffic, those domain names have to build up popularity and be around for a little while to, to, so that the, that extension is recognized. Right, definitely. And, and you know what? You need a combination. Like, a lot of domains, they, you're going to have to get these domains in the user's minds to, to type in this extension. And hopefully there's quite a few number of developed websites that, you know, get put on .eu extensions where they have, you know, they buy the .eu extension for their company because that'll help reinforce the fact that it's worthwhile going to .eu's. I mean, if every single domain that's a .eu is just just a domain sponsor parking page or a Google parking page or something, then people might not keep coming back as often as, as they might otherwise. So I'm really hoping to see good, strong development of a lot of domains in the .eu space because that will then help the PPC market. And what's your thoughts and feelings about the uh, the approval of some of the more um, TLD extensions, uh, some of the sponsor TLDs, and some of the general TLDs? Like, um, obviously, dot travel and dot jobs are more go- more geared towards that specific industry, so they're not going to be type in domain names. They're going to be monetizing um, um, domain names from a traffic perce- uh, you know perspective because they're going to be industry specific sponsor TLDs. But what about the dot mobi extension, for example, which is going to be uh, applicable for uh, mobile devices and uh, um, um, allow um, you know mobile web browsers to view web pages in a proper format. Well, I think it's it's mostly a marketing issue for the people who are in charge of those TLDs. If they can get it in the you know the public's mind to use those extensions, um, then they're set. All they, I mean, if you you just need to get the traffic to come, and uh, and once they get that ball rolling, then it'll grow very well. So it, I think a lot of it just depends on how well they present and market and advertise those new extensions. Right. All right. So, what's uh, what's next on the table for our traffic club system? Um, what are some of the what are some of the things that we learned since we've gone live, and what are we doing um, um, into the near future and then in the in the general future to improve the system and um, add some of the products and services and features that uh, people have been asking for? Well, we definitely. Our primary goal is to find better ways to monetize domains, and there are other features that we would like to add and are adding, like the, the for sale landing pages, which will, will definitely help uh, alleviate some of the concerns by some, some customers who like to have their domains for sale. Um, but in general, I'm mostly focusing on personally the finding new ways to monetize domains in certain verticals with different partners. We're always investigating um, different possibilities with Anybody and everybody who who can, um, you know, there's there's the Google camp and you got the Yahoo camp and you've got the different partners that use both. And I mean, frankly, 
traffic club prefers to stay neutral. We don't really need to get into the little war saying, oh, we have to be 100% Google or we have to be 100% Overture. I really feel that the power of either feed is really more in the company that the middleman company, like a domain sponsor or like a hit farm, it, the power comes from those companies and the extra technologies that they add. And so I'm less concerned about whether it's an Overture feed or a Google feed and more concerned just about the results. And so we try not to get caught up in the in the um, you know the Google versus Overture kind of debate or issue. We prefer to stay neutral and and be happy to use both systems in whatever cases where they work best. Right, because it serves the customer better that way. That way, the it, customer can take advantage of the benefits of of all the systems that are on the market or all the reasonable systems that are on the market, so that they get the most money for their domain name traffic that they possibly can. Exactly, and you know. In order for us to go one route with a, with a Google 100%, if like if we were to try to get our own deal, then we would be giving up that flexibility of using Overture or vice versa. And so, we prefer to you know at this point to stay neutral and really kind of represent the domainer rather than you know just getting into a deal with one company and and hoping it works out for the best. And another concern is that they want to sign contracts and, you know, in this business things can change fast potentially and, you know, who wants to be tied into a long-term contract? Uh, that's the nice thing is we don't, you know, we have no contract really with our with our um customers, they don't have to guarantee that they're going to send us all their traffic forever, you know. Right. It can come and go as they please if they like us, great. And if not, you know, they're more than welcome to try other systems and, and find out for right. themselves. But if and, there's any indication of the future, uh, the, the traffic has been uh, exponentially growing, so people like it. People like the opportunity to be flexible, and they like this, the way the system works. And, you know, one of the most important things in the system is the way it reports. It's got a really powerful reporting tool. You can actually, uh, you know, what are the various ways you can, you can you know, do comparisons on a domain-by-domain basis or, a, a, you know, a player versus one PPC provider to the, to the other? I mean, it has a graphical engine and everything, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can plot up the results of an entire portfolio of a single domain, of groups of domains. You can, you know, sort any various component, whether it be uh, total revenue, total visitors, revenue per visitor, click-through rates, you know, it, just about every option you can think of. Um, you can see the data side-by-side side, um, on a domain-by-domain basis, or you can group your domains. Like if you've got a bunch of, you know, auto-related domains, you can group them and then compare compare how that group does in, as a whole between multiple systems. And uh, I find it mostly useful just to kind of keep a quick eye on how your portfolio is working. Um, just by plotting it up, you know, you can pick a group, plot it up, and you can see how that group, how that group handles. Um, like I noticed that uh, um, like education-type websites that, uh, you know, they're picking up nicely here in the fall as kids go back to school and they're looking for services getting settled into college and, and those kind of things. So, you know, have you, have you seen any kind of um, uh, reflection of uh, online traffic due to the, to, to the major catastrophe of Hurricane uh, Katrina? To be honest, I haven't really monitored that. Monitored that. Um, I assume that there is in, you know, I, I would assume that if you uh, were monitoring the traffic on, you know, redcross.com uh, or whatever, or whatever the site is, uh, mm -hmm. that it's definitely increased as people have gone, you know, to make donations or keep tabs on what's going on. Right. The news, the various news sites and, you know, charities and things like that. Yeah, but it is, uh, that, that brings up another interesting point on the advantages of, of a traffic club system is that um, lots, besides being industry, um, 
um, specific or, or having industry variables. You also have timeline or, or you know time frame variables, like when it is school season and more kids are going back to school, or when there's a major catastrophe, more people come to the web and view certain um, um, certain sites more than others uh, during the Christmas and holiday time. More people are on shopping, obviously, yeah. um, and you can take advantage again of those opportunities by having multiple a multiple feed system that monetizes your domain names and looks at those opportunities and actually monetizes them better because one solution doesn't just do it by itself. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to a good fall here. Uh, uh, we're expecting kind of similar results to last year, where things picked up very nicely into the fall, heading into the you know the Christmas season, and you know a lot of people are you know with with combination of kids getting back to school, summer's over, people are out of out of their vacations, getting back into work, and uh, most people really surf the web while they're at work, or you know they check in at lunchtime or first thing of the day and and do some surfing. Uh, um, we're definitely seeing, you know, increases in the traffic that are coming in and expect it to continue to increase, increase as we head into the holiday season. Yeah, definitely. So uh, anything else uh, going on in the industry or um, that you'd like to mention since um, uh, that we haven't covered during the, uh, during the interview tonight? Um, not really. I'm just looking forward to see what, what, ha- what the industry brings. Um, you know, all these uh, interesting challenges ahead of us with uh, um, adding new services. Uh, it's all just part of the game, and I quite enjoy every bit of it. Right. And, and I guess the other positive part uh, of what we've seen over the last 12 months is that, you know, in the last 12 months, we had the first, the industry's first domain-specific gathering, which was Traffic East in Delray Beach, um, which was put on by Rick Schwartz and Howard New, and uh, and that first anniversary or that uh, year anniversary event, which will be their third show or third gathering that's going to be occurring in Delray Beach in about one month from now. And um, a lot of the main traffic aggregators and domain holders attend the, these types of conferences, especially this traffic uh, gathering. And we learn a lot from our customers when we attend this, and we're also going to be speaking on panels and, and um, uh, working with each other to help improve not only our system, but improve the overall market and keep the industry growing as a whole. Yeah, no, if if you have never been to one of these conferences before and you're a serious domain domainer, um, you you got to go to one of these because uh, you meet a ton of people, both people who are just domainers, people who run companies like Domain Sponsor and Head Farm, and and then also the people who run the the companies at Google and Overture that you know manage their uh, their domain systems. So you really get to meet with some high up people in a in a relatively small setting and it's uh, quite a quite a impressive opportunity and I'm really looking forward to it again last year was was a great time and came out of it with uh, nothing but good things to say, and I'm really looking forward to this one again. Well, it happened to be the first time you met us. Exactly. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, that's how our partnership uh, started to kick off, actually, was uh, was meeting uh, Rob in person last year at Traffic East and then working um, uh, on and off with him throughout the, 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 the few first months after that meeting and then uh, finally coming together and building the Traffic Club system into something that's marketable to the public and uh, then getting a lot of customers on board. So it worked out very well, and for all those listening that are interested in trying out Traffic Club, um, just go to trafficclub.com 
and sign up for an account, and uh, you can submit your domain names right online. Uh, we'll actually help you uh, monetize them and, and build profitability out of all your domain names and optimize them uh, using keywords and, and uh, helping you select the best, uh, uh, the best strategy while you're in the system. Uh, my folks here at the, at the Moniker office are uh, also the customer service team for Traffic Club, and um, we're all working together on making this a, a very powerful and profitable solution for everyone that, uh, that, uh, um, that is a part of it. So with that, Rob, uh, we really appreciate your time. And um, uh, in case anybody has any questions, um, um, please uh, forward them uh, to, uh, I guess we can forward them to support at trafficclub.com, and we can try to answer any questions that people might have. Or you can email me at monty at moniker.com, and uh, we can get you signed up. Rob, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Okay. Uh, we're going to break for a little commercial and come back with some industry news and uh, then do a wrap-up. Stay tuned. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is always proud. Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com, you'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders, and all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm-hmm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm-hmm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give value. ValueClick Media, try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the show. Uh, that was great of uh, Rob to join us. Uh, I've been meaning to have Rob on for uh, for the last several weeks to talk about Traffic Club, and now that it's really cranking and uh, the domains are monetizing great, uh, uh, it was time to do it. I was getting tons of uh, customer inquiries and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, panel and forum inquiries about traffic club so I'm glad we got uh, got some of the words out so it was uh, it's got a lot of potential and those of you that want to try monetizing your traffic better uh, I would suggest you sign up for an account we'll take good care of you there um, just some other uh, quick news items uh, that might be of interest to everyone um, as everyone knows, uh, uh, there's been several cases involving famous people, uh, uh, f- famous people's domain names, and uh, um, you know, and, and the argument of who has the right to own those domain names. Uh, Madonna and Brad Pitt and Pamela Anderson and Pierce Bronson, all those folks have already won domain names uh, that uh, people have squatted on. I guess they call it uh, for. Uh, registering their domain names. But uh, the big news yesterday was that Bill Cosby uh, won the domain name fatalbert.org. Hey, hey, hey. 
So uh, uh, he was able to, uh, even though it's not his name, it was a cartoon character that he, you know, created in the 1960s. And um, um, I think it's a relevant case because uh, he was able to justify the fact that he, you know, he created the character and therefore he was entitled to it. The arbitration committee uh, or the arbitration board uh, handed him over the domain name. And uh, um, so in his particular case, he was able to win it uh, on behalf, even though it wasn't his own name, it was a character he created. So uh, that was a big news story yesterday. Um, the In Journal uh, reported some uh, pretty big, uh, big sales this past week. Um, one of the domain names that uh, sold uh, that's a pretty, um, pretty uh, uh, newsworthy is News.net, and this is this is pretty important because it's a .net name that uh, sold for one hundred fifty thousand dollars to Newspapers Parties Limited, which is uh, I guess uh, an Australian media company, and. Um, they uh, they paid uh, quite a bit quite a bit of money for a .NET name, so that was a pretty good sale. Um, one of the other big sales that occurred was uh, PhoneFree.com for sixty one thousand dollars, and uh, Tips and Tricks for eighteen thousand dollars seven hundred, and the BirthdayBalloons.com sold for ten thousand dollars. There's a number of domain name sales reported on DNJournal.com, um, so you should go there and check it out. We had a pretty uh, pretty cool week. Uh, I guess it was last week. Um, uh, there's several domain names that we can't report, but uh, a couple of them that uh, were of mention was that we sold the domain name successforce.com for $51,000, $51,100, and uh, also uh, a domain name called battlerap.com, uh, which, uh, which I guess is a, a popular rap um, um you know, pop a rap uh, theme that's going on where you you battle with each other by rapping against each other. So it's I guess it's better than fighting. But we sold that name for uh, for uh, fifty thousand dollars as well. So the domain name sales market continues to expand and pick up quite a bit. And uh, we're helping uh, with a lot of uh, domain name financing deals that are going on right now, too. There's a lot of big domain name sales that are in the works that are on payment plans. And um, uh, we should be able to report those in a few weeks as well. As we discussed before, uh, uh, there's a big domain gathering conference coming up in the next uh, month called uh, Traffic East. It's at Delray. Beach, Florida, right here in our right in our backyard, basically. We'll be covering uh, the show live on Webmaster Radio uh, through Domain Masters, and I think we'll, we might be doing one or two broadcasts uh, live from the show. We're actually going to be sponsoring a live domain auction with domain names uh, with a live auctioneer, so it should be pretty interesting. Um, we're going to have a lot of the, the audience uh, um, select uh, or submit a bunch of high-profile domain names, and uh, we should see some pretty good sales going on, and we're going to, it'll be the first time that a domain names will auction auction live at an event, so we're pretty excited about that, and we hope to sell uh, quite a big handful of those domain names. If anyone's interested in learning more about that conference, go to targetedtraffic.com, and you could look at the agenda and how to, how to uh, sign up for the event. I, only, I think there's only 41 spots available left uh, out of the conference um, uh, sign-up uh, attendance list, so uh, they're basically at, at, uh, at their max at about 250 people going to be there. So... Um, that will uh, be a great event, and then of course we're going to be attending Webmaster World coming up in uh, in November in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, that should be a pretty good event as well. So with that, uh, next week uh, I know I've been uh, promising to have uh, Chris McMichael on from uh, Military.com. Uh, we've uh, had across the schedules quite a few weeks, and. Um, um, 
due to the birth of my child last week and um, his travel schedule the week before that. And I think we're going to be on for next week with him, along with a couple other people. So with that, I'm going to end the show. Um, again, come to moniker.com or webmasterradio.fm to uh, pick up the archives and the podcasts. Um, I think our transcriptions are getting caught up as well. So I think we have uh, three-quarters of the show in text form uh, for anyone that wants to uh, read the transcript and uh, be there. So come to moniker.com for that. Also, we've added uh, this week we're going to be adding about uh, 18 country codes to the moniker offering so you can register your domain names in various country codes such as .de, .couk, .bz, .cc, .tv, all those uh, country codes we're going to be covering um, and we'll be adding them on in the next two weeks. So uh, that'll be good for all of you guys to cover your brands in, in, various, uh, in various country codes. Any feedback, suggestions on, on uh, future shows or anything in general, just please give me an email, Monty, M-O-N-T-E, at moniker.com. I'll be happy to answer your questions and uh, help you in any way that we can. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Be the master of your domain name. Bye-bye. It's S.E. Guru's Rainmaker. She's being a real wise-ass over there. I am not. And his beautiful co-host, Brandy. I always wanted to be the girl that said, I just absolutely forgot to eat. I don't know what happened to me. Rainmaker. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.